in today's skincare masterclass, discover if it's possible to replace moisturizers with hyaluronic acid serums alone. And if the body naturally produces hyaluronic acid, then why should we still use serums? And finally, I'll also tell you about the secret to flawless beauty. Is it genetics or? Well, you'll have to listen to find out. First up, hyaluronic acid, as we have spoken about in the early classes, is a humectant, which is essentially a molecule that attracts water and holds about a thousand times its weight. Youthful skin has these properties what we call turga, which is the appearance of fullness, resilience, and pliability, which essentially is a sense of elasticity. Well, that is due to high water content. Daily injuries to the skin due to friction or simply because of the normal process of skin aging causes loss of moisture and this key molecule which is involved in countering the loss that is hyaluronic acid is also depleted. Hyaluronic acid on its own could significantly and quickly intensify skin hydration levels especially in humid climates like Singapore where the abundance of water in the air can be drawn upon by the molecules themselves. However, depending on the state of health of the skin barrier, water levels could, by the same token, be quickly depleted due to poor skin barrier function, uh, leading ultimately to excessive transepidermal water loss. And this can also be the result of breaches in the skin barrier because of deficient ceramides, which are essentially fats. For convenient all-in-one step hydration, a lightweight moisturizer such as the Radiance Fluid Hydrating Emulsion um, contains both ceramide-type lipids as well as humectants like hyaluronic acid molecules that can deliver hydration to skin without an overly greasy texture. Now, one of the questions that I am asked sometimes is um, if the body naturally can produce hyaluronic acid, why are we still um, asked to use a serum? Well, the amount of HA naturally synthesized by the body unfortunately does decrease with age and it is also uh, sometimes complicated by environmental factors, air pollutants, uh, chemicals which are present in our uh, facial soaps, etc. Uh, with prolonged exposure, potentially all this also irritates the skin and results in a compromised skin barrier. At the pharmacy, we use a pharmaceutical grade 1% hyaluronic acid serum, uh, which is a supplement uh, for moisturizer therapy and it also works well for oil control, um, which I will address uh, in the subsequent section. So the thing is this, we all actually do know individuals who seem to never ever uh, use any form of skincare or let alone a moisturizer and their skin seems to be 
flawless so is this the case of um, you know winning the genetic lottery or is it possibly because they have never um, used moisturizers and therefore uh, as what the anti-moisturizer camp seems to suggest that their skin is not dependent on moisturizer use well, the thing is this, genetics certainly play a very, very huge role in how um, some individuals, for instance, um, have really good skin. Uh, this is essentially the basis behind uh, why certain people seem to age better uh, than others, and, and this really isn't the result of uh, cosmetic or aesthetic interventions in the same way that you know longevity studies um, are more you know interested in the genetic makeup as well as the lifestyle factors that um, essentially cause a sort sort of slowing of the ticking of the biological clock and in a sense um, I think that skin aging is not really a fair game for most people um, but we mustn't neglect the fact that there are huge environmental factors at work centenarians for example they live in relatively unpolluted areas and their diet is markedly different from our um, modern uh, urban type of uh, diet which unfortunately uh, we do know is high in processed food we also do not produce our own food and um, i think that the problem really is the uh, amount of uh, chemical and f uh, pesticide related use in um, food production that ultimately does accumulate in in our body system but back to what we were saying once genetics does determine how skin responds to environmental stimuli such as um, airborne pollution, ultraviolet damage, and even how we react to microorganisms like germs and bacteria. So P. acnes, for instance, we know as the bacteria that causes acne and it's present on everyone's skins, but it seems that only those who are genetically predisposed to acne will eventually um, develop pimples and that is related also to the amount of P. acnes that's present on skin. So suffice to say that genetics are responsible for the growth of this bacteria, um, partly also because of the amount and the type of sebum or oil that is produced by acnogenic skin. These ultimately result in increased inflammation uh, such as the presence of papules and cysts in those who suffer from acne. Now knowing this, even if one isn't blessed with naturally good skin, cosmeceuticals can help one achieve a healthier skin microenvironment. And this all just boils down to knowing what cosmeceuticals to incorporate and of course, a little bit of diligence. Much like how health begins not with doctor visits, but with a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm.